Hey, all you sexy bookworms. Welcome to this special episode of Shit We've Read After Dark. This episode features spicy, mature content, and the topics discussed may not be suitable for everyone. Please, take care as you listen. Now, light some candles and make yourself comfortable as we get ready to go deep, deep into this book, that is. (laughs) We hope this episode is as good for you as it was for us. (laughs) Captain Rico, lead us on this deep sea adventure. Okay, 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 okay. Hello, all you naughty bookworms, and welcome to another episode of Shit We've Read After Dark. Tonight, we will be diving into our deepest desires and darkest fantasies as we discuss Stalked by the Kraken by Lillian Lark. My name is Jason Rico, and I am going to be one of your hosts on tonight's episode. However, I can't talk about a book alone. I mean, I guess I could, but it'd be boring. So joining me are co-hosts, Al Romero and Emma Skies. Hello, both of you. I would like it known that this is not my deepest desire, nor my darkest, whatever you said. I would, like, I would there's like an to asterisk. second. There's an asterisk on the script, but no one can see that. But thank you. For- <laughs> I would like to second that opinion. We are un... Well, we are consenting bystanders, but only because we signed up for this before we knew the book, okay? Whose book choice was this? We'll get yeah, to that was, in a second. You know, at this point, book, really, this it, it was chosen so long ago. Who can say at this point? Who knows? Um, I think pull up the chat logs. <laughs> I have the receipts. Quietly deleting all our Discord conversations. No, it, it, it was my book. It was my book choice, and we'll get to how that happened a little later. Um, however, oh. uh, I do want to just point out that this is a mature episode. This is an 18-plus episode where we'll be discussing very adult themes, and uh, you should be aware of that. So if you're a minor, don't listen. Just stop it now and go listen to one of the other episodes. Oh, my God. Some girl just told me she read a book because I recommended it, and I looked at her profile, and she was 15, and I'm like, I can't take responsibility for this. Oh, jeez. I, I oh, was like, no. why did you tell me this? Why would you say this to me? Oh, no. I'm literally haunted by it. I'm going to block anybody under 18 just from everything. You know, I've... I think I've told Rico and Laura this, but like when I was like, I don't even remember under the age of 15, I found the free romance eBooks on Apple books. Oh no. By accident. I was just like, Oh yeah, it's a book about a wedding. And I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Forever changed forever scarred. And here you are. And here I am today with you talking about the very books I ran away from at like 12 years old. So you really can't blame yourself, Emma. They were going to find it anyways. It's true. That's true. Yeah. If not you, a worse quality book on Apple Books. So really, you led them down a much greener path. It was either me or AO3, so. (laughs) Okay. As I mentioned, we're going to be talking about Stock by the Kraken, which is book one of the Monstrous Matches series by Lillian Lark. This is a monster romance that features tentacles. So that should tell you a lot about what we're going to be talking about. Tell you a lot about Rico. I would like to point out that before you recommended this book or before you suggested this book, you asked if there was anything we didn't want to read. You were like, is there anything you guys don't want? And I was like, no, I'm game for whatever. And then you picked tentacles. And I was like, I should have fucking said tentacles. I I think I I didn't want to be there. To be fair, I think I told Rico I don't like tentacles, but if you're going to make me read it, fine i guess and i 
It turned out better than expected, but never again, Rico, please. This is the last one. <laughs> okay, I need to explain how, how I chose this book, all right? By all this, means, the Because this wasn't just a me like, you know what? I want to read a book about tentacles. No, no, that, that wasn't what this was. <laughs> so we've done one sure, of these episodes, like episodes before, and Laura picked the last book. So we decided that we would take turns picking a book. So this was my, my choice. Um, I had a couple books that were contenders. Um, one was an alien romance book. Uh, I should preface when I am choosing a book, I want it to be kind of weird. If I'm going to do romance, I, I want to go all in. I don't want to just read normal romance. Yeah. I want to make it fun. This is a sci-fi fantasy podcast officially. So I want to kind of keep it in that vein. So I was like, all right, so there's an alien romance book that sounds interesting. There was um, another book is a, a third book and I'm forgetting. And then there was this one. And uh, the way this book came on my radar was from a TikToker who read it and really, really liked it. And I think she gave it five stars on Goodreads. And this book is actually pretty well rated. So I was like, okay, this is weird book, but it's apparently really good. People really enjoy this book. So that's kind of how we got thrown into the mix. And the only reason I chose this one is because it was the, the, the best rated book. The other ones were, le- were lesser rated. I didn't choose it specifically because it had tentacles. The tentacles were an added bonus. That's exactly. That's this, you know, that's. <laughs> I feel like the fact that your list was like aliens or tentacles, though, is indicative of your preferences, Rico. And this I is where I was like. The fact that I want to be weird with these. Yeah, for sure. I don't want to just read a normal romance. I want to get weird with this. Okay. The amount of clips that I can take out of context here. I know. Oh, I'm just no. going to let you oh, keep no. digging the hole, Rico. I'm just going to let on. you keep uh, This book has, mature, again, <laughs> it's a mature content warning, uh, so please be 18 plus. The book does mention uh, a couple uh, content warnings, including breeding behavior and mentioning infertility. So those are the two biggest uh, content warnings. So please take care of yourself if either of these topics um, is troubling to you. I also feel like it's fair to say if you do not like the word mate, do not read this book. Don't get me started. Yeah. That is courtesy of Emma, who <laughs> named a trifecta of tentacles, breeding, and mates, and was like, if this has the trifecta, I don't know what I'm going to do. And all I could say was ellipses. So if you do not like any of those three things, please do not read this book. Unfortunately, Emma was forced to, and I feel like we should save everyone else the trouble. And the thing uh. with romance and like any genre, whether you're reading like contemporary romance or historical romance or monster romance, like it's very trope heavy and like it's super personal on what tropes people do and don't like. Yeah. I just personally don't like the mating trope. I'm so over it. I feel like Twilight really ruined that for me because that was definitely like a mating trope. Like you find your mate, mm-hmm. even though there wasn't a lot of like smut in there. But that was definitely the I just I never liked the concept. I was like, oh, I don't know. Like the it. ownership over another person is not my thing. You see, and I don't read enough mating books, so bring it on. For me, Sarah J. Mass ruined it for me because she has I've read like 14 books from her. She has three series. All three of her series now rely on the mating trope. And I'm like, bitch, if you don't find another trope, if you don't find mm-hmm. anything else to write mm-hmm. about. And now I'm like, I can't I can't do it anywhere. I can't do it anywhere. Trope has been ruined. Uh, but yes, you That's managed fair. to pick uh, tentacles, mating and breeding. So thank you for that. I'm honestly kind of proud of that. You know, I'm I honestly proud of the fact that I picked the trifecta of things Emma doesn't like. Like that in itself is pretty well, especially amazing. given how much romance you read, Emma, like the, the like this one book 
just really, really encapsulated everything. everything. And then all in wrapped, like wrapped up in stocking as well. Just perfection oh, yeah. of things that I hate. <laughs> okay, well let's let's move forward and maybe give the synopsis of what the book is about in case yes, someone is curious me. as what this book is about other than tentacles. In case you haven't figured it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna ask anyway, but I I know the question. Do either of you want to read the synopsis? No. No. Yeah, yeah. You, I you think picked so. this book. Okay, yeah. fine. I'll read it. It's on you. <clears throat> the synopsis off of Goodreads is a matchmaking witch, an ancient sea creature, and the sex contract they make. Welcome to the love bathhouse where desire and acceptance are in the water. Celibacy is a bad look for a matchmaker, especially a matchmaker who works at the kind of paranormal bathhouse that would have grandmothers clutching their pearls. A worse look is a matchmaker experiencing a crisis of confidence. I am that matchmaker. We need raw magic, desperately. And now a mysterious man walks into my office offering me the exact solution I need. The problem is that he wants to be matched with me. Matching doesn't work for me. I found that out the hard way. I saw her and the creature inside me wanted. She doesn't want a relationship. She says that the most we can have are the three nights she promised me. But the dark part of myself isn't going to let the woman who snared its attention go. I found her. I hunted her. She's mine. And scene. Oh my god, no. See, that's where you lose me. It's that last, like, I hunted her. Hunt? We're using the word hunt here? I have issues. Okay. Okay, we'll, we'll get we'll get to uh, the issues. However, before we do a deep dive into the book, let's just do first impressions, non-spoiler, just our initial thoughts of the book. Because I picked it, I will go first. 10 out of 10 book, no further questions. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going I'm to put you down as a... I have a lot of questions. A, I'm going to put you down as a yes for the stuffing at that event. We're doing on the checklist of here things that... that okay. I, I I actually really enjoyed this book, surprisingly. I don't know if we can be friends after this. You want to elaborate on that? We shouldn't be comparing it to other books. Like we should be just Correct. judging it on its own, you know, its own merits. But I, I can't help but compare it to the only other, well, I guess officially the second other thing I read that's that's in this vein, which is the last book we did for the podcast. Um, this book I felt like had really good consent. Um, I felt like the 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 relationship between the main characters. I actually enjoyed, like I bought into that. There is, there is nothing aside from potentially any kinks. Like I, there's nothing in this for me that was troubling. Um, er Everything made sense in the context of the story. So yes, even, even the hunting part. Well, perhaps if it's a human saying, Oh, I found I'm going to hunt her. Well, he is technically a monster. Animals hunt. Like I get it. Like it makes sense in the context of the book um yeah i didn't really have any issues with it one of you talk now spoiler free i think the synopsis and my explicit bias against tentacles i hate them did not totally ruin this book i think it was better than i thought it was going to be it was a fast read and i didn't feel like my teeth were being pulled out the entire time but there were issues. Not 10 out of 10 book for me. But we'll get into that. Emma? So I, <laughs> as we mentioned, this trifecta of things that I hated. Um, <laughs> but I was also cognizant of that going, like, at a, at, while I was reading, I was aware that there were these tropes and things that I wasn't enjoying. And I'm like, okay, I need to set, set aside that part of it. How is the book otherwise? I do, I gave it a solid 
low three out of five. Um, Because despite like even, you know, getting rid of the things that I don't like, like the tropey things that I don't like, I still thought it like the writing wasn't super great and the plotting wasn't super great. But again, like you're not reading this for the plot. You're just you're just not. The plot exists to give you the tentacles. And that's really all it is. But it was a quick read. It wasn't the worst thing that I've read. I've read much worse. I think for me, the things that like it's called stalked by the Kraken, the stalking is very minimal, which is good. It is good. But like, if that's your selling point, if you're going into this, like, I like stalking books, let me read this book. This is not going to be it. Um, I actually hated the stalking. To your point, Jason, the consent is very good, other than the stalking. Like, once, if you take out the stalking, the consent is really good, which I appreciate, because I think we talked about in the last episode, like, my number one thing with romance, uh, especially, like, Mm -hmm. darker romances or paranormal romances, is it all comes down to consent and the way that that's written in the book. And this guy was very respectful of that. He was very, very respectful of that. I think she wrote the consent very well. I appreciate all that. It was taken down by the stalking. I feel like you lose some of those consent points when he's lying to her. And he's like, I know where she lives. And I know her entire schedule and where she works because I followed her for a week. You've lost me a little on the consent there. But when they started banging, there was, there was, he asked before tentacles were introduced. You got to give it to him. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the sex education part of this, like the the consent and like the very eager consent that was given was very good and very well written. And I think it really showed that consent is sexy. Like there is a way to like not have it ruin any relationship that you're having. Like I feel like that's often not in any circle I'm in, but in some circles can be like, oh, well, consent is kind of awkward. Like it ruins, it kills the mood. And I'm like, at no point did I feel like the mood was killed because of consent. It, In fact, it kind of like enhanced it in a little bit, like where it's like, oh, she wants this just as much as he does. Okay. Like they're both, they both want to do this. And he Um, at one point even stops them in the middle of like getting going because he can feel that even though she's saying something, he's like, I feel like you're not fully here with me. So let me just stop this and let's talk about yes. it. Yes. I yeah. appreciate anything like that. So the consent I, it, the consent would have been five out of five if he wasn't stalking her. I agree. I think like the stalking really put me in like a negative mindset at the beginning. Like the title. It's in the yeah. title, like you said. And so I really came into it like that's just as someone who's been stalked, like just not my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just immediately turned off. But the way – but I also feel like some – they she did kind of work it into the plot in that he's a, a kraken, a octopi. I can't remember what that's called scientifically. Cephalopod. cephalopod thank you. Um, as cephalopods, like they do stalk and lurk in shadows and like camouflage and things like that. So I was like, okay, I get it from like a scientific standpoint. You're trying to justify it. It's I'm not totally sold, but it makes me hate it like a little less i can see the effort you put into this i see that you're just you're trying to be like stalking is not okay he's an uh, cephalopod so that is why he's stalking do not stalk people like i could tell she was trying to like not make it a creepy kink thing yeah but it still came off as a little bit of a creepy kink the whole like alter ego like deep inside me this beast i don't love that trope um <laughs> I, hate it. I i hate that I think it was a little cheesy it's very cheesy it just it, to me like that's where you get like the justification for 
not for non-consensual non-consensual acts and relationships where people are like this darkness took over so i'm glad that we never got that but i was scared for that when he's like the monster inside me wants her and i was like uh 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 like the first few chapters i was like this is not for me this is not for me it's like a shortcut to be able to put in darker themes like yes. stalking, but not actually have to ascribe any of those negative qualities to your character. It's a way to like overwrite yes. that. It's not actually Gideon. It's his fucking his beast. side. Which can yeah. I talk about what a lame ass crack in this. This is a man. This is a two-legged, two-armed man who can sprout tentacles. Yes. Lame. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be Agreed. a kraken, Agreed. be a kraken. Wait, wait, wait. So this is why the book was better for me, though, because I was like, oh, (laughs) thank God, it's not a real Kraken. I was scared, Rico. I was terrified that I was going to be reading about a Kraken. Right, right, right. She had and everything. And I was just like, I can't. Bestiality is not cool for me. That's like a big line in the sand for me. I don't think I'm going to be able to finish this book. Okay, so Bestiality's out for Bella. Yeah, that's a a (laughs) no-go. I will say, I think I heard there are eggs involved in the second book. I don't know. It was a comment made to me about how it's pregnant or something. I, I don't know. There was a thing. This is this is in the next book, and I'm like, I like the the message that I sent to my friend was literally all caps eggs <laughs> question mark. Wait, is it the same characters in the next book? I think it's different characters. I don't it's know. Different characters, but it's it's that kind of romance thing where oh, like it's, it's the still harpy. the same. Yeah, no, it's, it's still the same world. So, uh, like they're they're mentioned. They're they're like around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think it's probably gonna be the the Mace and Aza. I would imagine are probably the other characters. And then the harpy that so Sophie Sophia the harpy. So this book was actually written when she was yeah. uh, writing the harpy book. And oh, okay. Like she, she thought of this random scene where the harpy gets thrown out of the bathhouse, and she was like, "Oh, what if I expand on that and write like a little short story?" And then it turned into this whole book. So I think she was originally writing the harpy book, which is unconnected for the most part, and then this kind of came out of that. Oh, okay, that's what it was. I was like, I remember reading something at the end of the book that was like, but yeah, the harpy book is like an MMF um, with a wolf shifter and something else. A demon. Yeah, maybe. Okay, so the next the next in the series is a novella, and that has eggs. It's called Found by the Lake Monster. <laughs> and that in the synopsis mentions eggs. This is I'm sorry. No, thank That's, you. No. 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 Yeah, I don't know what kind of monster no, cross- it is specifically, but I'm thinking like shape of water. And yeah, cro- <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. And then the third and the, and the third in the series, which is the second full bo- full length book, is Deceived by the Gargoyles. So my friend read oh, the okay. series, and she said the gargoyle one is her favorite. She said she really liked. Rika, we can one. we can read that one. That sounds less problematic. <laughs> it does not involve eggs and tentacles. Look, I I'm don't out. know. If there's no tentacles. I'm out. Uh, clearly. Just kidding. Um, Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So so putting aside the tropes and things that I don't like, I thought the plot was kind mm. of yeah, whatever. The writing was not super great. Um, I think that one point, I one of the thoughts I had was this woman is allergic to commas. Um, it was it was okay. It was okay. It wasn't the worst thing I've read. It wasn't great. It just it was a book. It was a book. It was a book. That it was. I it went quickly. I didn't hate the whole time. Didn't hate it the whole time. It was a solid three. And yeah, this is why I appreciate both of your three. your opinions because I don't I don't read these kind of books very much. I don't have much to go off. I don't. Of. I, 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 I can't I can't place this in the hierarchy whoa, whoa, whoa. of how well this is written or not. 
Whoa, whoa, whoa. I am by no means endorsing this book. No, 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 no. no. I just mean, sorry. Just romance, darker romance. I do not read. I specifically do not read dark romance. I've had enough dark romance in my life. Yeah, I don't need that. No, don't put that on me either. So I, and very specifically for the reason we talked about, I don't like dark romance because it orders on abuse yeah it it can it attempts to blur the lines of consent which is the whole reason i don't like the genre but this didn't do that minus the stalking yeah i thought that this did a really good job of just like portraying i wouldn't even i would not call this book dark romance except for the first couple chapters where he's stalking her like it really is like she front-loaded the stalking and then she was like okay we're getting rid of that and now everything's super consensual and he's very nice and he's like gonna lay down on my knees and worship this woman and i'm not worthy and like he was very much a simp for her which yeah. I do always love to see. Yeah, she love really front loaded the stalking and yeah. then was like, psych, yeah. he's and, a simp. And that like the the second personality monster inside went away very quickly once yeah. they had sex. Like that was like it was gone. At least in my opinion, it was much more backseat than it had been at the beginning where she front loaded yeah. all of that narrative. So yeah. I think after the first few chapters, I was like, okay, this isn't so bad. It would have been a solid three. Like a hard three, three point four. Okay, thank you, Rico. I get it. Hard, soft. Ha ha ha. We're yeah. twelve years old, apparently. Plugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, should we get to the? Yeah, I feel. Spoiler? I feel like we're leaking into the spoiler territory a little bit. So let's yeah. let's just say just from here on out, we're going to be so- talking about spoilers. Uh, be warned if so you, if you are really excited yet. to read this book. All Stop right. now. <laughs> Spoilers. I cannot tell you how much I hate a breeding kink. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Breeding is the worst. Okay, so I am somebody if anybody knows me, I don't like I don't like kids. I don't want kids. The idea of pregnancy is abhorrent and just weird and gross to me. And I don't like it. So like to to hit me with the breeding kink that I didn't know was coming. <laughs> As soon as I opened up the book, I was like, let me look if there's a warning. And it's the first thing, breeding kink. It's like, fuck. I, oh I will God. say, I'm glad they put it there. We've talked in the past about how more books should have the content warnings right up front so you know what yeah. you're getting. So I, I appreciated that. What bugs me, um, I don't know if, so you had the physical, um, the but physical. On, on the Kindle edition, when you open the book, the way that Kindle books work is they open to page one. So it skips the title page, the mm. copyright page. And the content warning page. So I had to scroll back and I only saw it because I wanted to see like the cover of the book, which is all the way at the beginning. And I went, oh, there's like a little content warning here. I Mm. hate that Kindle does that. Or, and I think um, Katie Robert has talked about this before, how like she formats her book specifically knowing that. So the content warning appears after that point so that it still shows up when you look at the book. But like there should just be a better way to format it so that it shows up first. And it's not like, oh, I like if I hadn't scrolled back, I would have missed that that was even there. Gotcha. Question for you. Is it the fact that he is infertile and can't really have kids potentially? Does that lessen at all the 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 dislike for the breeding kink? No. Because okay. he's not he's no, not asking. fully yeah. infertile. Like they even talk about he's like, I he's like, we don't know. He's like, I don't know of anybody of my other, of my species. We just don't know. And so when they start the breeding kink, they've known each other for two days, two days. And she's like, I'm going to remove my contraception and we're going to have like raw dog sex and whatever happens, happens. And she's even thinking in her mind, like it would be like, she's thinking of like having a piece of him 
and her like as if she's pregnant and like how great that would be. I'm like, bitch, you've known this man for like 36 hours. We need to chill. When you know, you know, apparently. But then the next day she puts it back on because now she's questioning it again. And I'm like, this is why. Well, because he said that she wasn't his mate. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So like, what would you do, Emma? I what would that you do in so that weird. moment? I would keep taking my contraception. Uh, that scene was so do. fucking weird. That yeah, I felt like the like, oh my god, he loves me, he hates me, he loves me. He, I just I don't like she that drama. Issues. She had yeah. a lot of, and I yeah. understand why she had issues because of her her ex and all of the the magic stealing. Which also, can we talk about like how walls absorb magic oh, okay. and they sell it? The 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 premise, like you said. There wasn't a lot of plot. She did try. I give I give her some credit for like actually kind of having a plot here of like a mystery of who's stealing their magic. The mechanics of the plot didn't work well. Um, there were a lot of questions um, like how do walls absorb magic and how do you sell bottle that magic? That, yeah. How do you bottle and then how does somebody siphon it off without anyone realizing that it's being siphoned if you can't see it anyways? And like, I don't know. All of it was very confusing. And they just sort of like, oh, yeah, there's there's a, a leak. And it's like, oh, my God, a leak. And I was like, no one's going to explain what a leak is. Like, I don't know. How did you even bottle it to begin with? Like, still confused about that. But I was like, whatever. We're not here for the plot. <laughs> We're here for the weird orgy sex happening over there. The, like, private rooms over there. Let's go to a room. What's happening? What was weird to me is so so her issues all stem from this ex and she talks about Jackson and like the Jackson incident and like this whole thing where she was with this guy. She believed she was in love with him. She believed they were fully 100% compatible. They were soulmates. Mm. And then he rejected her and she was devastated. And it's not until about halfway through the book that it says they knew each other for about a week. And at that point, I'm like, I have no sympathy for anymore. That's fucking embarrassing. Bitch, that is embarrassing. You are letting a man you knew for a week ruin your life. I would never. I would never. Oh my God. She's she lost me. I'm not I'm not a psychologist, but she's very emotionally immature and codependent, if yes. you ask me. Like it just like immediately she was like, uh, he's my soulmate. I love him. We're gonna be together forever. And then like without even knowing him, I was like, girl, you didn't ask why your magic matched and like you didn't like him as a person and he was an asshole, but you still thought he was your soulmate? Like she's just no. stupid. She's just dumb. Yeah, I just I feel like she missed the whole like because he was he was the one stealing the magic from the bathhouse for our listeners out there. Shocking. Attention. Shock- <laughs> Shocker that the asshole, like very wealthy magical creature descended from like some other magical family was stealing from her. Oh my God. He like mysteriously showed up at the bathhouse, but didn't like sex, like thought that she was a deviant, was stealing her magic from the sexual bathhouse. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, come on. That would have been immediately my first guess of like, who stole the magic? I was like, Jackson. Yeah, no, it really, I think the timeline of her relationships really made me very much less sympathetic to her. Finding out that she only knew Jackson for about a week before it like ruined her life. Embarrassing. And then even the whole thing with Gideon, like she decides within a couple of days that like she's really into this guy. He's like healed her soul and he's like emotionally fixed her. 
And it's part of why I really don't like the mating trope, because especially from his end, when you throw in a mating trope, you get rid of any need for buildup in a relationship. And you can go from, I don't know this person to, I'm in love with this person in a snap. And you can say it's because they're mates and you don't have any like obligation to build up a relationship. Mm. And it it's so, it's lame. It's lame. So, so this is why I, I hate the mating trope too. And this is why I say Twilight ruined it for me because as an adult, I've gone back and been like, wait a minute. They dated for like a month or two. Oh yeah. And she was depressed longer than her relationship. For like eight months. <laughs> And it's then so they got engaged after like two months and they're like 17. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> all of this, all of this was built up in my head as a child. And I've had to undo Stephanie Meyer, all of your bullshit in my head. But like, this is why I don't like mating tropes. It's like, it just, it turns these relationships into like end all be alls. And like specifically with like, it, like women who cis women raised women like whatever they just like they get told that it's like the end-all be-all romance is what you want like you got to find that one person and this is where you get into like you know chastity and like the, the fucking like virginity shit that's purity just like culture all of, purity yeah. culture of like and she like this character um what's her name again i forgot already oh rose. rose rose thank you oh yeah because her hair was red and, and everything in her pink. life is pink and so her name was Rose. Okay, yes. Okay. So Rose like was like, oh my God, I'm like, I'm used, I'm trash, because this is what like Jackson would tell her. And I was like, barf, barf, barf. This is the kind of shit I hate about romance books. Like, this is the kind of stuff that like turns me off from them is like the mating and then the like, oh my God, I'm whole now because of somebody else. And like they've erased all my past and blah blah blah. blah, 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 blah. And she really did talk about how Jackson ruined sex for her by telling her that, like, she was a deviant and telling her, basically slut-shaming her constantly. And so, again, like, the whole, like, lead-up, I'm like, that's a super shitty boyfriend. Like, I totally get how that would, like, like, just beat you down. And I'm like, it was only a week. How many conversations could you have had with this man in a week? Did he tell you that, like, twice? Yes. I, yeah, I, 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 no sympathy for her. I'm not at all. She needs therapy, not a boyfriend. I agree. I was like, where is her therapist? Somebody. There has to be therapy in the magical community. Like, they've all got shit to work through, okay? There's human trafficking happening right next door. Let's talk about that. Uh, so, yeah, I just, yeah, I didn't. Did I they didn't ever love talk that. about why they were trafficking those people? We, we don't know who no, those they were. N- no. We don't know who they were or why they were being trafficked. When there's, I like, a sexual bathhouse right next door. I'm like, so clearly consensual, like, kinky sex is not hard to come by. So, like, and what are these people being fire somebody to match you with somebody else that wants to think? Yes. So I was like, what is this? Like, I think maybe at one point or maybe I filled in the dots. Was it like human sacrifice? Was like why they were they trafficking were human, people? Though, because that's true. Um, they were all magical creatures. Yeah, they were Gideon, had the collars. Gideon talks about how like magical beings will uh, be stolen based on how rare they are. Like he talks about like he doesn't tell people that he's a Kraken because like his kind used to be hunted down. But like we don't know who the fuck those were. Yeah. Who's buying them? What do they want with that? Like it was I think what it was is it's just a really easy thing to point to and be like bad guy, villain, human trafficking. And it's like another way to just make Jackson this like cartoonishly evil person. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that that Wait. entire human or not human, but the trafficking subplot was. It was so lazy. It was, it so was lazily done. Like it, it took me out of the story. Like yeah. I just just t- I just want to hear about Rose and Gideon and and they're fucking. Like that's all like, I'm they here literally, for. She literally could have just left it at Jackson stealing magic to sell because we already yeah. know that they right. sell magic. So why wouldn't he just be siphoning it off to make his own money? Right. Exactly. I agree. I don't know why that was thrown in there. It seemed like an extraneous plot point. Wait, but I want to get back to like the sexual deviance thing because I do appreciate that she ultimately was like, no, I like weird sex. And Gideon was like, okay, weird sex is valid. Yeah. Even the like, stuff that he's not into, like her exhibitionism. He's like, I don't know about this, but I'm willing to try. Yes. I thought the, the lack of kink shaming, the like, well, between the main characters, I think that Jackson's kink shaming had to happen for us to be like, oh, look, they don't kink shame each other. Look how cute they are. Um, <laughs> after two days. Oh, the bare minimum. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I I did appreciate the like sex positive narrative that was being woven in here. I think that overall this author was like very progressive for a romance novel. I don't know if that's too far to go, but like sexy consent and like kink support. It's all very positive in my book. Can we talk about the fact that she teased an orgy that she did not deliver? I, I was upset about that. I was she was about to get she was about to get down with her friends and then Gideon busts in and ruins the whole thing. I was like, bitch, just join them. Yeah. What, why I'm... would you why would you start an orgy you're not gonna finish? <laughs> I was robbed. I was robbed. I and I'm upset about it and I'm suing for emotional damages. I yeah, uh, again, comparing it to the last book we read, one thing that the other book had a lot of sex scenes, and yes. I wish it had more sex scenes. Yeah, there's only like what, three, maybe four? Because I think it was it was the three nights that they had, and then like one more her a bonus at one the, at yeah. the very end, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, which was weird because I, I was enjoying how uh, how long the buildup was for this book. The, I mean, the last one you read, it was like first chapter. You're, you're they're doing it, yeah. But this one, like, they're really building up that anticipation, and I really like that. Like, there's yeah. a lot of foreplay in this one. The slow burn. Yeah. yeah and which I really appreciate. So once we got there, like I'm, I'm into it. But yeah. after that, it was so far and few between. And like the plot that she was creating just wasn't enough to make me care all that much between sex scenes. Agreed. Going back to the to the discussion about the, the trafficking, I'm wondering if that is a, a plot thread carried over from the original series that this is a spinoff of or was introduced to be explored later. I bet that it is because there's more coming and because Jackson was not the, like, he wasn't the big head honcho of it. Like, he was yeah, part he of a ring. Yeah. Right. And, and like, they mentioned this this magical council that they have. And so, like, I imagine that's probably going to yeah. play out, especially because they don't, okay, so it comes up multiple times that Mace and Gideon, uh, so Gideon's our main male character and Mace is his friend have done, quote-unquote, things like this. Like, this whole thing where they're, like, basically rescuing these trafficked women. They've done things like this occasionally, but it's few and far. I'm like, what do you mean things like this? I'm going to need you to extrapolate on that. And she never does. Yeah, like, she really likes just, to, like, throw things in there. Maybe? Like, what are we talking about here? And I'm, I don't know if, like, we're going to see more of them, like, continuing that, like, investigative kind of thing, maybe? I don't know. But it was it was very, like, half-hearted attempt to kind of put in something yeah yeah which is great if you're reading the entire series i i probably won't which so that entire i'm just telling you i've book, heard heard the gargoyle book is great if you want to continue i mean i heard this book is great and you disagree so <laughs> i do i do 
But you liked it. That's all that matters. Doesn't matter. That, what that I is think. all that matters, Rico. Remember, yeah, we don't think the same. We can't like judge. Unapologetically. Yeah. I did like it. I did. I did enjoy it. It's not ten out of ten. I, I, I said that more for the meme than anything. Um, oh, look at that. We've made him. We've made him downgrade his grade. No, no. I, I would stick to it. It was never a ten out of ten book. It was. It was four out what of five. What did you actually give it? Because you didn't rate it on Goodreads. I think because you don't want us to see before the podcast. That is correct. Yeah. Um, I'd give it four out of ten tentacles. Four out, four out of ten. Sorry, sorry. Four out of five. Four out of five. Sorry, I've been drinking. Four out of five Wait. tentacles. Does somebody say tentacles? Can you hear that? Oh. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. I forgot to do it earlier. I'm so sorry. Because when it talks about his like tentacles shoving inside yeah. of her and like feeling this, I'm like, I'm gonna actually vomit. Oh. That was and yeah. If that if that sound just played over the oh my god oh my god oh my god I do appreciate <laughs> that he asked her consent before introducing tentacles and yeah. I do and like I, that he let her know the first night <laughs> it was and like he let her know he's like this is a thing that's like really good for me but we totally don't have to do it and she's like I'm game to try it and she was she was game I am not I have yeah, so many questions I, about his tentacle penis. I have none. I want to know nothing more. Um, I got enough information. Oh, let me let me ask. So I didn't go into detail. Just no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So so she was like, if I cut it off, does it grow back? And I'm like, I would also like to know. Cut it off. <laughs> well, okay, never mind. I'm not gonna keep going down that thread. <laughs> no. Coward. So for me, I think that's what <laughs> I think that's what made this book tolerable because the tentacles didn't feel coercive. It was all very consensual. And I think that it all was like kept to like a relative minimum. Like it was not the focal point of every interaction they had sexually. Yeah. And even and like at a certain point, she's like, okay, I need you to switch back now. Exactly. He I was like, immediately. oh, I was like, oh, thank God we're done with the tentacles. Like I just was like waiting for it to get back to regular. Like I feel like Bella and I both have the same that like we were not into this, but we appreciate that he made sure she was. And yeah. like, I'm happy that you're happy, but I don't need this. Yeah. I'm all again, we kink judge, not kink shame. And I think ultimately as long as there's sexy consent, I'm happy That's for you. Why yeah. I liked it. That's I had no I... problem reading this because it was all consensual. So the the this will come up again in the book that I think I'm going to try and make you guys read is oh no. <laughs> even if something that I'm reading, if I'm not into it, like if I'm reading it, I'm like I want nothing to do with this. I'm not into this. I don't like this. As long as both parties are enthusiastically happy about it, mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm fine. Enthusiastic yeah. really are probably like the extent of that like I, the tentacles really tested my limits on that thought and i don't know like i'm like okay maybe maybe i don't need this maybe I, and this is probably teaching me that i don't need to read another tentacle book but like as long as you guys are both into what's happening and everybody's really happy about it and everybody's like super loving it happy for you yeah i feel like we need to make a hierarchy of of, uh, of kinks tentacles is at the bottom yeah okay always for you for you uh- yeah Yep. I think I don't know at what age I learned about hentai. I was far too young. Far too young. Uh, all of us more, were. Yeah. All of us were. Uh, I, God, sometimes I love all of my friends, but sometimes, God, I hated certain friends who listened or watched a uh, anime and like read manga and like taught me way too many weird things, including hentai. And I was like, what the hell? And ever since then, I just, I can't get behind it. It's just like, it's something I'm like, that does not work for me. Not interested. Seems weird. But if you're happy about it, I don't know. 
why do you watch it? I don't want to know. I don't need to know. So like during the like reading the book, I was like, okay, I can get behind that. Like he's like holding her down consensually with them. Okay, that sounds handy. But then like the inside stuff, I was like, ah, no, 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 no. That's it. Actually, like you said, infections. Yeah. That's no. So the coli waiting to happen. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> so the infection thing wasn't even to do with tentacles. It, it, oh yeah. What did you say that was? So for? no. He there's a line. It's it's part of the breeding kink. And this is just like one of the many things that I don't like about a breeding kink is he talks about how like he's just finished inside of her and he's like part of me like really wants to just like shove it back in and keep it in there. And I'm like, this bitch is going to get the worst infection. I'm like, I was I read that line and I was like, that is bacterial vaginosis begging to happen. You need to get that out of her and take her to a fucking doctor. Oh my god. So like it wasn't even the tentacles because the tentacles are magic. So I'm like, I'm not gonna worry about the infection from your magical tentacles. I'm gonna suspend my disbelief for that. All right. But that's the quote from the episode. The tentacles are magic. They're magic. Hey, they I are suspend my disbelief. But it's the other, it's the real human stuff that I'm like, I know that bitch is getting an infection. Wait, like I have a sound for magical tentacles. Oh. <laughs> Bella. <laughs> I told you I had sounds. She I really told you, tested Rico. me with the tentacles. Because, like, even when he's using the tentacles, I was like, okay, I get what's happening. It was the stuffing. That yeah. was what, like, that was, like, a step too far for me. And I was like, I, I skimmed the rest of that scene. I was like, you really, like, I was, I was so, like, you're I had to disassociate. Yep. I had to disassociate. I was like, okay. All That's right. when it lost me. Because I'm like, that just sounds Let's like keep it hurt. going. Let's just, yeah, I was like, can we get out of this? Sounds so painful. And I am curious, Jason, as you don't have the equipment that we have, like, I feel like, I don't know if you, like, I feel like I'm getting, like, sympathetic pain (laughs) when I'm reading that. I'm like, this sounds so bad. Like, this sounds like it hurts so bad, and it's just a bad experience. But, like, as you don't have the equipment, does that bother you in the same way? Uh, uh, Probably not in the same way, because I don't have the same. He has an orifice to stuff, so that's true. Uh, That is true. So I guess I could relate to that. that. I mean, I, I, it was more like sympathy concern. Like I, I know there's a finite. So woke. There's a finite level of space, right? So you can only stuff anything so much, and 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 obviously it's it's left up to your imagination of how much is going in there. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely had like some 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 concerns about that. I, I know, I know that's a kink that people have, and so I just kind of accepted that she's into that. I'm not going to question it. I'm just going to move forward, and that was pretty much my reading of all this. I'm not going to question <laughs> this kink, whether or not I share it or not. I'm just going to move forward because the character likes it. Fair enough. It was like, it was just one of those things that there was a line about it that I did appreciate, which talks about because they're, this is, I hate tentacles, because they're tentacles, they're like soft and squishy. And yeah. so it's not like a hard, rigid right. object. And I'm like, I guess I can see that was, how yeah. that's working. But you're, there's still just so much. That's kind of how I take it too. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I was again, as soon as she said that, like, that's enough, he was like, cool. Like, I, that's it. Yeah. This might be and like. He's turning it. Uh, uh, okay, so that's where I think it lost me. Where I was like, I feel like she's just really, really bloated, is what it made me think of. And I was like, that is so painful. Yeah. So that kind of bloat 
is like like PMS blow is so bad yep. that I was like, I don't know how that's comfortable. And like, let alone pleasurable for somebody. I don't think it's supposed to be comfortable. I think the uncomfortableness is is what gives her pleasure. But like, I don't understand that. I just, I just was like, no. I was more concerned with, and I apologize, I'm saying this with um, him finishing. You tell me, yeah, with the tentacle, and she was just like, oh, it's just so much. Like she just made it a point to like, there's just so much. I'm like, how much is it? Like, (laughs) like. Like, that's, that's what you were concerned with? <laughs> just, just how, many need, how many ounces I, are we talking about? Yeah, here? I need a measurement. I need a unit of measurement. I need I need a reference point, well, please. So my understanding was that he was like, I I'm magical. I can just keep going. Well he like, can keep going, I, but that was the thing. It was like it was like no, a slow it was like a, it wasn't it was just like, like a one and done. It was just it just kept coming yeah. out. And it was like Right, I thought that done. she had said something like she'd asked him like do they produce liquid and he was like no but then they did and I I didn't I was confused on what was happening um, there that's why I was confused about his tentacle penis because like, I just it, have anatomical questions for what's that, happening that's where I'm at too is like, a, a, like a tentacle isn't a penis so does it does the tentacle does he have a special tentacle that just has like a little urethra kind of thing like he did say he had one and I can't they gave a name for it he had one that was like the dick tentacle yeah and I hate she called it his sex organ twice. I hate he said I hate when people say that. The, the phrase was the tentacle that acts as his sex organ. And I was like, how dare you make me read that sentence with my own two eyes? How dare you? I I yeah, I had a lot of issues with the language around the tentacles that I wish I could scrub from my brain. I just was like, this is so much more than I ever needed to know. Like, Rico, you do not understand. This is how good of friends we are, is that I read this fucking book for you. <laughs> and Thank I'm you. discussing it on a podcast because that is, I like I said, when I learned about hentai, I was like, I will never, ever learn more about this. And I don't I did. remember you saying anything about tentacles previously. I so did. If I, so if I forgot and I apologize. I did. And I was like, just please not tentacles. And then you were like, but there's this book about the Kraken. And I was like, I mean, if you pick it, I'll read it because I'm all in. But God, no. <laughs> Look, you all know how much I love seafaring monsters, okay? I was going to pick this book. So I, I've talked before, especially on our last episode, about how much I love Katie Robert. And she's like one of my favorite yeah. writers. Um, and she started a monster romance series. And the next one is a Kraken. And I'm like, if this bitch makes me read tentacles... I don't like that might be the extent of my love for Katie Robert. I don't know that I can read that because the Kraken sacrifice comes out in like a couple months, I think. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this again. And I think that one is like an actual like based on the artwork is a Kraken. Like it's like humanoid, Kraken. Yeah. but it's like it's like humanoid. Yeah. But no. it is a crack, and like it had like tentacle, like hair kind of stuff. To- no, I was, no, I was not. No. I'm like, I'm like, this might be the only like, reason. I read your double dick dragon book, but I don't know ew, that I'll read ew. your tentacles. No, <laughs> have I not showed you that cover? It's a nice cover. <laughs> I, Bella, going back to what no. you said earlier, I was a little, I was a little disappointed that it wasn't an actual kraken. That it was just a, a no, humanoid. It was, was a very kraken. I was very happy with the fact it was not a real kraken. I, I mean, it, it made sense, and I'm and I'm glad it, it, it made sense. But like, I had yeah. a lot of questions, mm-hmm. and not that I yeah. wanted it to be a full size kraken, but I was I was curious to see how that would play out. 
I think um, that's why I resisted reading this book for so long. Like I saved this for the last minute <gasps> because I was like, I don't want to read about a Kraken. I remember the third book I was considering. The third book I was considering was about a kaiju. What's a kaiju oh again? Wait. Like a giant Japanese yeah. monster, like Godzilla, like like Cloverfield, mon- like giant monsters. That's a no for me. That was a third book. Speaking of giant krakens, that was a third book I was considering. It was an alien book. It was a kaiju book. I'm trying to think of what what rhymes or like what has the same. Is it captured by the kaiju? Mm. Is it, what are our, what are our options here for K sounds and C sounds? Um, caged by the kaiju. Caged by the kaiju. Yeah. Caged. Caught. I just like now I want to torture you, but I don't know that I could. See, here's the thing. I'm not going to torture you guys. I'm not purposely going to torture you guys. I know what I'm going to make you read. I already know. And oh, no. I like it. I like it. I think I think it's a good book. Okay. Is it a double dick dragon? Because I don't not. think I can do that. I do, okay. okay. So I do actually. I am going to read that book. I have it. Uh, it's called The Dragon's Bride. Um, and I am going to read that one. I was going to suggest it. But because our last one was a Katie Robert, I was like, we probably shouldn't do two Katie Robert in a row if we're doing like four episodes of this. So I was like, I will resist. The the kaiju book is called Claimed by the Kaiju. Damn it! Oh, that was going to be my next guess. It was going to be Claimed. Right claimed on the tip of the my kaiju. tongue. So, I well. imagine a lot of these are shifter stories, right? Like, it's got to be like a kaiju shifter. Like, the same way this guy was a, a kraken shifter. I'm like, you guys are leaving, you're leaving the shifter part out of your title, and it's misleading. Right. That's what makes the most sense, yeah. Like, in it's The not- Dragon's Bride, it's not a shifter, it's a fucking it's- dragon. Hell yeah. Oh, Hell I can't yeah. do that. I can't do the interspecies mating. I yeah, just, it's a lot. It's a lot. I it's it's where you oh, lose I'm reading me. that book for sure. Oh, Rico, I don't I just I can't see oh. you in the same way now. I just ruined the illusion <laughs> Look, I'm that is Rico. Do these books. I'm I'm just going all in. I'm just I'm diving just all in and I might not come out the same on the other side. Obviously not. I mean, I told my group therapy group because I'm in group therapy because like because of who this isn't? Book. Who isn't? Yeah, is it specifically joined? <laughs> We've all been personally victimized by Jason Rico. Um, but <laughs> no, I told them I was like, this is the year for like romance novels. Like I, I am a sexual being and I am reading sexy books. Like this is a thing now. But I might take that back <laughs> if you make me read a double dick dragon book because I can't. Okay. So that's actually a very like salient point. The idea of like reading romance novels and like being a sexual being. And I've been thinking about this a lot recently as I read more romance novels. And I think the monster romance, especially because we talked so much about the like, consent and what a sexual being she is, yeah. feels like in this, you know, this, this area very well. I was thinking about how like healing it is, especially as women to read books where, female pleasure is the whole point and it's centered and it's the point of sex whereas we largely grew up with media that shoved the idea Mm -hmm. down our throats that sex is something that is for men and done to women and like that's how we've always seen it and so like now you and I are reading these romance novels where that is clearly not the case and like in your like 20s and 30s like how healing that can be and how hard, like how long it takes to get to that point. It's so, like we're talking about like you know how silly and how much we don't like these mm-hmm. kinks. But at the end of the day, like it really is about a sexual woman who likes sex and likes weird sex even and is not shamed for that. And that's a good thing. And I think that's why I ultimately liked the book more than disliking it, despite everything we've <laughs> yes. clearly ripped apart. Because I was like, this is so powerful. This is not something we get to see in the mainstream media around like 
sex work and like just sexual pleasure um, and like free sex. Like the fact that it's like this bathhouse is like, we don't charge you to enjoy sex. Like this is not a commodity. Like magic is a commodity and sex is magical. And I was like, I really like that. Like and I it like removes that- the class issue from it. Yes. Yes. It's like everyone is entitled to like a free consenting accepting space. And I, I just think that that's not really something I read about. I'm relatively new to romance novels, but like, I just, I don't know. This was very novel to me. And I just, I really appreciated where this author went with that. And I think that it did make Jackson like the really obvious villain of like, not only is he stealing, but he's anti-sex and he's like degrading everyone there and like put this woman down for just owning her pleasure. And I was like, yeah, that's the real villain of this story. Plus he's a human trafficker. Like you didn't even need that. <laughs> like, like, it, like we were saying, like that was not something necessary to make him a bad guy. Yeah. He was already a bad guy for all the other shit he was doing and saying to, to Rose. So we just added on the human trafficking just for a little extra. Oomph. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I think that's also like where the, like the breeding kink I think can be really difficult because sex is often used like, like people with, uh, uteruses are often used for breeding, like period. Like historically, that's why like they were taught to have sex was like, no, 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 no. Sex is something you do when you're married to have children. Mm-hmm. So I think like breeding kinks can be like kind of weird. And I, this was my first dive into it and I didn't hate it. I was like, okay, this is like, I see where this is coming from. Like they want to be a partnership together. It's a little bit kinky the way that they're doing it. Um, but Okay, I can I can see this. Like, I think that really like changed my perception of it a little bit. Where it, it was, was like, just the timeline for me. Like, I yeah, I agree. Like, I think the timing was. That's why I'm like, it was kinky. Like right off the bat. Yeah, like, I'm let's like, make a baby. And I was two like, days and now, and even if you're gonna do a breeding kink and it's all talk, like mm-hmm. I can understand that. It's the fact that she physically removed her contraception. I'm like, you've known this man for 36 hours. Absolutely not. You have you have, we we need we need to talk about this, yeah. ma'am, because you have some issues. I agree. I agree. There again, needed a therapy, not a penis. Yeah. 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 Or a tentacle. <laughs> or a tentacle. I didn't want to say that. You know, I, I think I think that's a great a great <laughs> Bella. <laughs> we said tentacle. I was gonna say that's a great a great point to end it on, but I don't know if I want to end on that sound effect. <laughs> do you want this one instead? <laughs> I do, thank you. And that's better. Wait, I like wait, that wait. I have I have one final one. That I didn't get to use. Uh, <laughs> what the hell is that from? That was from Jimmy Neutron. Do you guys remember Carl? Oh, don't ruin Carl for me. Come on. You're not ruining Jimmy Neutron and Carl. Oh, oh man. Are there any final thoughts, any questions you wanna you wanna you wanna ask? So at the end of the day, yes, we are kind of, you know, we're giggling and we're laughing and we're kind of ripping into the tentacles and things. But <laughs> At the end of the day, it is a sex-positive story. That's always good to see. And like I said at the beginning, like these romance novels, especially once you start getting into monster romance, it's highly individualized on the, just the things that you're into or not into. And yeah. for at least a couple of us, we were just not into a tentacle thing. And for the it, majority it, it, of us yeah. here, it was not our jam. But I, I do think, to your point, this is a great book. I think this author does a really good job of like wading into this genre of romance. That if you're curious, this is a good book to pick up. I think it's a very safe choice in terms of like, it's not too dark. It's not super kinky. Like, 
to me, this was a good thank you, Rico, for making the first book easy. Um, thank you for making my first time great. You're welcome. <laughs> he was gentle. <laughs> you welcome. were gentle. You're welcome. Thank you for that. We waited in. <laughs> all right. Had to be well, a fun there. Yeah. Okay. Are you regretting so, this podcast yet? <laughs> nope, not at all. Okay, so currently on Goodreads, this book is rated four point zero three, which uh, with a over five thousand reviews. So again, it's pretty well rated. I think with a lot of books that are in this genre, like Monster Hunts especially, you'll find them to be pretty highly rated on Goodreads because the only people generally who are reading them are people who know they're into Monster into them, Romance. Yeah. Like you're not going to get yeah. a lot of people like for fantasy books, you'll be like, I like fantasy in general. So let me read this and then they hate it. But like if you're like Monster Romance, you like Monster Romance. So generally they tend to be pretty highly rated for that reason, at least. Gotcha. You don't get a lot of people accidentally finding it. Yeah. yeah. So Emma, I think you said it was low three out of low five. Three for, low three out of Bella, five. Bella, what would you think? Like 3.4. 3.4. Three, yeah. No higher than a 3.4, but I'm with Emma. Like a low gotcha. three. I'm going to give it four out of five. I enjoyed it. It was easy to read through. Fair. You said 10 easy. out of 10 earlier, though. So. I, I, I just said it for the meme. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So... For so for for you picking this book, it was a random number generation, right? Do you want to generate um, the next random number on the podcast and tell us who's picking the next book? Oh, oh, I don't. Wait, wait, wait. No, I'm going to make this easy. I think Emma should go next because I need at least one more book to figure out what the hell I'm going to pick. So I think I should go last. I got to get more romance books under my belt. I don't know what to pick. All right, next book is chosen by Emma. So yeah. there you go. Emma has Very not exciting. led me astray. I trust her. Yeah, like, yeah. Rico. Should I tell I, you after, or should we tell it, tell it now on the? On uh, the you know, let's give yeah. Laura a chance to veto. All right, all right, all right. chance. I will say I will not use my veto. You right. you both suffered through reading this book on my behalf. So I whatever you choose, I will suffer through and read, regardless of whether I like it or not. I will say that I legitimately, the book that I am choosing is a paranormal romance, and I legitimately like it. It has kinks involved that are not my kinks, but it is enthusiastically consensual, and I actually really, really like the book. Okay. And I'm rereading it specifically because I want to read the sequel. Okay. Yeah, I feel like with with this podcast, like, I'm very much like, you know what? Show me what's out there. It might not be for me, but this is all about just, like, figuring out what the hell people are writing about nowadays. So, bring it on. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. And you have not led me astray, so I will trust you. All right. We'll stick around and find out which book Emma's going to make us read for the next episode in probably a few months. Are either of you reading anything soon, romance-wise? Anything you want to share? Yes. I'm currently in the middle of Booked on a Feeling. Very happy to recommend that to anyone looking for a friends to lovers. Spicy book. Excellent. It's about a burnt out lawyer returns to a small town. That's all I'll say. Look it up. It's through the library. It's free. Go listen to it or read it or whatever. It's great. <laughs> so you already know that I'm reading a Hades and Persephone book right now. What? Shocking. I know. It's actually not really a romance, though. It's not like a Hades and Persephone romance. Hades is like not in it a ton. Um, the last romance book that I read was, oh, not good. So the last one that I read before that was Tessa Dare's The Duchess Deal, a historical romance. Five out of five stars. Perfect. Five out of five. I read it because of Emma. Highly recommend it. Reading Looking the series her. next. So yeah. good. The Duchess Dare. The Duchess Deal by Tessa Dare. What's the last romance book you read? This one. Um, <laughs> prior, prior to this, it was the last book we read, Desperate Measures. 
We are going to get you reading more romance books. We're going to we're going to find some for you. I will find you a nerdy librarian that loves all <laughs> things that does cosplay on the side and is super kinky. I'll find you a book like that. Don't you worry. There Thank are uh, <laughs> romance books like in, that include cosplaying conventions. And I literally cannot. I cannot. I can't function. I'm like, I can't. This is too... I don't know, the idea of reading about conventions and cosplay in a book is just so, like, makes my skin crawl. I can't do it. I just feel like Rika would really appreciate a romance book that involves costumes. All right. All right. uh... Give me a romance book that's either about (laughs) superheroes, robots. Oh, yes. That's another one. Ew, robots. Um, I'm not doing that for you. No, no, no. Let's see. What else? I won't read that, so. Maybe, like, a magical school. Okay, okay. Dark Academia, okay. you know. Um, Ooh, I want those too. Tell me. Someone yeah, find me yeah. that. Maybe like a noir. Well, if Gothicana was not an absolutely shitty one-star book, that would fit the bill, but it sucks. Yeah, no, mm. thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe no, like he... a noir. Maybe like a like an old school detective noir, but it's also like heavy on the romance. Oh, you would love that. Deal with that too. There's a Sierra Simone book that might fit the bill, and after I read it, I will let you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find some. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, Emma, I would like to end this episode just telling you that I follow you for your book content and my fiance follows you for the streaming content, your <laughs> video game streaming. <laughs> he was like, oh, oh, is it with Emma? And I was like, how do you know Emma? He's like, oh, well, after the last episode, I found her streaming. She's pretty cool. And I was like, nothing about the books, huh? I got both of you. Perfect. You got you got this household is divided by video games and books. I am strictly books. He is strictly video games. You got both of us. And I have you both. I'm going to start mm-hmm. collecting you guys. Oh, cool. mm-hmm. <laughs> you got Rico for both camps. So mm-hmm. there you go. Three for three. <laughs> Emma, is there anything you like to plug? Uh, you can find me on TikTok, which I now use for books at Emma Skies. Uh, I don't know what's going on there. I've like tripled followers in the last... I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening on TikTok, but it's exciting. So I talk about books a lot on TikTok now. You can find me at Emma Skies. I'm at Emma Skies everywhere, or my bookstagram is at Biblioskies. And that's that. Uh, thank you both for chatting about this book. Thanks for reading it. I am sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. We won't forget. Thank you for suggesting it. But I'm not going to curse you for it either. I, I can That's stand all I can that. Ask. That's all I can ask. Yeah. yeah. We'll see you next time. Good night. Bye. Good night. Shit We've Read is hosted by Laura Benson, Jason Rico, and Bella Romero, with music by Joshua Chilton and editing by Jason Rico. To join the discussion on this and all other books we've read, find us at Shit We've Read on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. For more information about us or to request transcripts, please visit shitweavered.com. This podcast is part of the Bilo Network. Visit bilonetwork.com for more great geeky podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. 